And we're back with another exciting, titillating episode of Before the Three Count. I am your boy, G.A. West. And I'm coming at you with the host, with the most, the one, the only. Unnamed host, uh, a.k.a. Unnamed host. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to let that slide because we are recording at an unusual time for us. Oh, no, we've had uh, these type of uh, late night uh, quiet storm shows before in the past. That's true. That's true. We have done it before, but I would say it's not the norm, if you will. Nah, Nah. Uh, we typically uh, do it on Sunday, Sunday, fun day, family day. But, you know, uh, I guess we just had to recoup after uh, SummerSlam this as well as Ric Flair's uh, farewell match. Now, yes. I personally saw SummerSlam on Saturday, but I did not get to see Ric Flair's uh, final match. I know you discussed that you were going to see it. I don't know if you actually did see it. Yes, actually. Perfect. Uh, Perfect. Yes, watched uh, both SummerSlam uh, and Ric Flair's final match. Okay. Well, uh, I guess we can, since we both saw SummerSlam, just go over uh, you know, the tidbits of, of what we thought uh, of the show. Um, I'll let you start to say, um, you know, what you thought of uh, SummerSlam 2022. Yeah. Um, well, I got to say, this is the uh, first big show under the new regime. Yep. Um, and, and I think Triple H, who is now, I don't know if we've talked about this uh, on the podcast yet, Triple H is now the head of uh, creative. Yep. Um, and uh, I think his fingerprints were definitely seen on this show, uh, right, right off the grip opening match, uh, Bianca Belair against Becky Lynch. Yep. Um, great match. Um, I thought it was really, really good between the two of them. And then, uh, Bianca Belair with the win and that led to the arrival of uh, Bailey, Io Shirai, and uh, Dakota Kai, which uh, I mean, right there, you got Triple H. Like I said, clearly his uh, fingerprints all over this. Dakota right. Kai was let go uh, by Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard, and uh, well, I guess technically it was Johnny Ace, John Laurinaitis, that that let her go. Any <laughs> um, particular reason? Like, was was it? Did they think she was like a diva, or like was there any? Yeah, they, reason for the they, reason? Um, so there was a group of NXT talent that they let go that they said they didn't see them making it on the main roster. Gotcha. And uh, Dakota Kai was part of that group. Okay. Okay. Uh, that is uh, interesting. Um, and like you, you said, Bailey and uh, who was the other member? Right. Also, with her, it's an interesting one because she uh, had let her contract expire. She said she wanted to go back to Japan. Okay. Uh, and uh, now she's here. Um, so that's that's an interesting one. Um, Was she just know, homesick, you think? Um, I, I, my guess is she saw how Oscar was booked. Yeah, where is Oscar? <laughs> She's what what brand, what brand is she on? She is on Raw. Oh, okay. And she is doing like the most racist gimmick that's ever been done. 
Oh, they're going back to the old school uh, Asian stereotype. Uh, they were. Uh, that's terrible. Yeah. So what's the, what's the angle that they're trying to do for her? They had her like coming out. She was like the crazy like Japanese lady. She'd like do like these weird dances and like like. Hoh, hoh, hoh! like that's terrible. Oh yeah, absolutely horrible. Um, so my guess is Io Shirai, you know, who was booked pretty yeah, well in NXT, but not yeah. booked nearly like Oscar was booked. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was probably like, yeah, you know what? Like, I'm good. Yeah. Yep. But okay. uh, now Triple H back in power. Not even back in power. This is his first time in power on the main roster. Yep. Um, you know, and so I think we're going to see more women involvement on the shows. Okay. Uh, and probably, yeah, I think you're going to see uh, the, the, the female talent um, booked a lot differently. I think it's going to be more about the in ring. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, all right. But yeah, I wasn't uh, wasn't a bad match with uh, uh, Becky and Bianca. Uh, I, I guess Becky had a shoulder injury. Uh, apparently, her shoulder popped out of uh, place, and uh, she worked was able to work with. Oh wow! What you can see during certain aspects of the match that she was favoring her shoulder. Okay, uh, to go back and look for that now. Yeah, but, uh, I guess that's why she's she's the man of big time backs. It's a big time show, so she she's there to perform. And uh, they did keep the belt on uh, Bianca. Yes, so they did. Uh, to make her good, look good strong. Ball. Right after the whole eight second debacle. Yes. Yep. Um, and, uh, so no, definitely good. There. And it looks like Bianca, uh, not Bianca, uh, Becky is going to be turning babyface. I was not heel. No, she was heel going into the match. Oh, but yeah, when they shook hands. But you don't think they'll yeah. keep her as like a heel? I don't know. Um, okay. I mean, they could, but it, it's one of those tough things where if they do, I don't know where her story goes. Yeah, that's true. And merchandise. Uh, yeah. So I, I'd be curious if, again, you know, Triple H now is like, well, when she was the man, she was a baby face and she was selling all this merch. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe we'll go back to that. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that was a good goal. Uh, excuse me. Good opening match. Yeah. Um, Try to remember what follow next. Uh, Let's see. I'm pulling up the magic Google machine now. Okay. SummerSlam 2022, baby. And we are going to go to. We're going to go to Bleacher Report. Got to give credit wherever it's due, of course. And uh, so, yeah, the next match was The Miz versus Logan Paul. Ah, yes. The newly uh, acquired talent. Uh, he signed, a, I think, a lengthy contract, too. Yes. Logan Paul, that is. Yes, I heard multiple years. Yeah, so good for him. Get them, get them, get them M's. Yeah, absolutely. And I got to say, I mean, he impressed me at WrestleMania. Very much so. Uh, for sure. I think SummerSlam... I was say, out the, out the celebs, he's definitely in the top, top echelon. Oh, no question. No question. <clears throat> um, I said him, Bad Bunny, he he, he uh, surprised me. Um, Pat McAfee, he's cool, but he, he he's a little, little rough in some edges. Okay, okay. He's I a little green. 
I know he when he tries to do the run of the, the the turnbuckle is always 50-50. <laughs> yeah, that and we'll get to that when we get to his badge. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, the Miz was uh, they were able to, you know, have a a good what it was like 10 minutes the match. I feel like something like that. Yeah, so all all that you need. Uh, you could, it could have been either you could have thought of it as a bathroom break or match or just to be intrigued, you know, either either one. Yeah. Um, I was intrigued. I wanted to see what Logan Paul had to offer. Uh, yeah, he got ups though. I think he might even, I think his off the top might be even higher than Montez. Ooh, I don't know about that. I think also too, because Montez is bigger now, so uh, maybe he's just now carrying more weight. So I think his, uh, his, uh, uh, ups isn't as you know what's what's this far as called reach for the heavens I, I guess what they always announce it as something like that I think yeah, yeah. I was gonna say when uh, Logan Paul hit that uh, frost splash when uh, Miz was on the announce table that was crazy that was crazy I didn't expect that yeah yeah and, I didn't know uh, the Miz was gonna be like yeah I'll take that bump for you right <laughs> like yeah. so much that you know went wrong with that oh definitely could have and uh but you know, props to props to everybody involved. Um, my my one thing uh, is uh, I hate seeing Champa in this role. Yeah, uh, I don't get that. Why is he like a henchman all of a sudden? Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm I'm hoping that uh, with Triple H in power, that'll change. Yeah. But yeah, him being brought up like to the main roster to be the Miz's lackey, and like not just that he's the uh, Miz's lackey. But also, like, like he came to the ring wearing like the Miz colors, like yeah, thing. the same attire. Yeah, like, that, that's not Champa. Like. Nope. So, uh, so we'll see. I guess what happens with him going forward. Yeah. But next match on the show, Lashley, Lashley, Lashley. Uh, yes. Almighty. <laughs> yes. And. Uh, he was uh, defending the U.S. Championship against Theory. Yeah, which is a little weird to see now what they're gonna do with him since Vince is on the outs, like, and that was his like project almost. Uh, what they're gonna do with uh, Austin Theory? Yeah, that is a that is an interesting one. Um, I hope first they give him his name back and call him Austin Theory. Oh, say really that one weird. name thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that that's first and foremost. I hope he goes back to Austin Theory. Uh, but then uh, beyond that, though, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see. I'm like, he was booked very weak in the match with Lashley. Yeah. Um, Lashley not, didn't squash him by any means, but <laughs> Lashley looked very strong. <laughs> and, um, and you know what? I'm not going to, without getting too deep into the, you know what? We'll save, we'll, we'll talk the, the rest of theory. At, we'll save him for the end of the, the SummerSlam conversation. Right, 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 right. Okay. But, uh, okay. But, but yeah, in this match, Lashley looked very strong, won with the hurt lock, like easy peasy. Yep. And uh, next up was Mysterios against the Judgment Day, which for me, this was a bathroom break. Yeah, I can see that too. Yeah, with Damian Priest and um, uh, Finn Finn, yeah, Finn Balor. Which I mean, I like the aggressive oh. Finn Balor. Uh, you know, the, the moves that's there. Don't really see a whole lot. And Damian, just as yet, maybe I gotta give him some more time to you know grow um, into into his own character. 
But yeah. But one um, you know, positive note, uh, Edge came back to like almost yes. like a redo to the brood uh theme song. Yeah, uh, that, that was pretty fire. No no yeah. Point yeah. Um so it was cool to see him back. Uh Talking with a new Michael fresh Jackson jacket. Yeah, I said the same, yeah, the thriller jacket, yep. Or yeah, right. But uh yeah, I mean but then uh so is Ray gonna be this like tag team pretty much for the rest of his career or are they gonna let like Dominic like spread his wings a little bit as far as like being his own wrestler? That's a good question. Um I feel like Dominic's not ready to be his own wrestler yet. That might be me. That might be okay. unfair, I don't know. Okay. But I feel like he still looks very green out there. Okay. Um, but uh, there's there had been talks previously of him joining Judgment Day, which uh, oh. I don't know if that would happen. I don't know if that would be good for him, bad for him. Uh, I'm not sure. Okay. I mean, he, they got to do something with him eventually. Ray can't be there forever. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. It's funny. Uh, funny note here uh, on Bleach Report. Yeah, uh, Dominic and Rey Mysterio had gear with the colors of a beer brand that they are being sponsored by. But yeah, it that was like that was bad. McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, it was bad product placement. It was all over. It was very cheap. Yeah. And uh, oh, I forgot about the spot though, where uh, Ray did that uh, sliding splash with the chair onto the floor. Yes. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. Are you a fan of the double six one nine? Um, eh, I can take it or leave it. Okay. What about yourself? I mean, I haven't seen them tag a lot, so I guess it was interesting to see, you know, to see them do it, so. Yeah, if you haven't seen it much, it's cool, but they do it, like, every week, that's the problem. Oh, for real? Yeah. Well, you know, they got to continue the tradition, but yeah, like you said, that was a a bathroom break match. No doubt, no doubt. And then uh, up next was Happy Corbin versus Pat McAfee. Yep. Which I never knew uh, Corbin was in the NFL. Yeah. Like yeah. second, apparently. No, he was. He, uh, I don't think he was there very long. Right. But, uh, but yeah, and apparently, I guess they were roommates. Apparently. I mean, it could all be like gimmick, but apparently so. Yeah, yeah, that's what uh, the princess she was asking that. She's like, "Is that a work?" I was like, "I don't know." Yeah, but uh, solid match. Um, like I said, I feel like now seeing Pat do his thing in several matches, like almost the same, you get out of his matches. You know? Yeah, we, we we've now seen it. Yeah, they're really. I mean, hopefully. You know, since he's not a wrestler, you know, you shouldn't expect a whole lot. But, you know, yeah. I think he also has a, a lengthy contract. So, you know, you hope to see some sort of progression eventually. Totally. But like you said, he's not a wrestler. So, uh, uh, not a lot of expectation there, I think. Right. But, like I said, decent match. There was a little hiccup when he did the run up the turnbuckle. Um, yes. Like but, the back toss. He caught I don't know but see, yeah, with those moves like that, like the risk, that the risk reward is—I don't know if it's even worth it. You know what I mean? I, I feel you. I, I feel you on that. Like, if, if you don't have it solid, like if you're not Shelton Benjamin, what he he used to do that? Shelton the run up the ropes. 
I know Shane McMahon would do it a lot. Yeah, Shelton would do the run up the ropes. Shelton would do the the jump up to the top rope back in the day. Day. Did he have any like any any slips on it? No, nah, Shelton is so smooth. That's good. That's why, like he's in, and if you watch any of the Money in the Bank matches he's in, he does uh-huh. great ladder spots. Like really, the ladder, yeah. And does it slip? Nope. Oh, okay. He's always my, to, my go-to reference. We're gonna have to, yeah, definitely uh, check check his uh, Money in the Bank matches then. So definitely, definitely. I was telling, uh, watching this year's Money in the Bank match with uh, Shotzi, and, and I feel bad bringing this up because I guess you got a lot of flack about this online. Okay. But Shotzi uh, Blackheart, she tried to do the run up the ladder spot. And she like slipped through it. Okay. Um, but it's like, oh, like that. You got to know your lane. And I was saying, like Shelton Benjamin, like he's a, you can tell he's a graceful athlete. Like, like uh, that that super kick spot with him and Shawn Michaels might be one of Shawn Michaels' greatest super kicks of all time. How was that spot? It's from uh, Monday Night Raw, Shelton Benjamin does the uh, not a leapfrog. What do you call it? Springboard into the. Okay. Okay. Michaels passes him with a super kick, but it is like so crisp and perfect, like the timing of it all. Okay. What raw was this? Like a miscellaneous throwaway raw, or was it yeah, like this a is like a miscellaneous raw? This is like a miscellaneous throwaway raw. I feel like. Okay. Like this would have been like probably like oh four oh five somewhere in that ballpark, maybe. All right. All right. But if you uh, look up and maybe I'll try, try to find it and send it to you after the show, yeah. uh, just show, but I'm sure it's easy to find just a clip of because it, I mean, it was just so crazy. Okay. All right. Um, so, uh, what did you think of the match? Um, for what it was, I thought it was all right. But, you know, I didn't expect a lot out of it. Um, so I'm like, yeah, it was cool. Okay. Uh, what match followed after that one? Up next, that feeling, it ain't paranoia. It's the Usos. Ah, yes. Against the Street Profits. Yes. Yep. Both their theme songs sound very similar. Hey, I can see that. The Usos, though, when that comes on, man, you know, they come out and it's like, ah! It's like listening to DMX, ready to throw some elbows. They are the seven-time uh, tag champs. They are, they are, they are, they are fire. Although uh, I was torn in this match because I wanted the Street Profits to win, but I didn't want the Usos to lose. Right. Good <laughs> that DQ. And uh, yeah, yeah, that would have been all right, but uh, but no, I thought the uh, I thought the match was really good. Um, might have nah I was gonna say my favorite match of the night but I'm like no the main event was actually my favorite match of the night yeah and, definitely uh, yeah but but no it was good stuff all around uh, Street Profits had the uh, Tennessee Titan cheerleaders for their entrance as well as uh, a cameo by Jeff Jarrett as yeah, a, Jeff Jarrett which was a little weird referee. Yeah, I didn't think. I was like, "What's the science behind this? Why is he the referee for this particular match?" Did they like explain why? Oh, the explanation is even worse than no explanation. Okay, it was on SmackDown. So, so they, uh, so at the last pay per view, yeah, um, 
uh, Montez Ford was pinned while his shoulder was up, but the ref couldn't see it. Okay. And then on SmackDown, um, I think one of the Usos got pinned with his shoulder up, and the ref didn't see it. Okay. Um, and so then Adam Pierce was like, you know what? Like, we, we need to have some control and order in this, and there's only one person for the job. And then they played a vignette of like Jeff Jarrett, like <laughs> like all his old clips. Yeah, but when is he like? Okay, been like, are yeah, the referee of the you know century to like do this? That's weird. That's why I said the explanation is worse than no explanation. Like it yeah, they could so at least like Charles Robinson, you know, like Lil Nature, you know, like yeah, or even. If there was like a, actually no, with the storyline, it because I was gonna say, oh, if, I was, if they need like an enforcer, like you get some like tough guy, but I'm like, no, you don't need an enforcer with the storyline. Right. Storyline is like, oh, the ref's not seeing the shoulders up. <laughs> so weird. So yeah, that was uh, all all weird stuff, but it was a huge weekend for Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, going double duty. Yeah. And but, uh, um, what'd you think of the match? Uh, like I said. uh it was my. I guess I have to say it was my second favorite match of the night. Right after the main event. But uh, what about you? What were your thoughts? I, I dug it. Um, but unlike you, I, I, I didn't think the Street Profits should have got the W. Like the Usos are that much of a cohesive team that like you, they have to be the champs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Street Profits. Yeah, but it's not like. I don't know. I guess when you get a brother tandem tag team, it, it, it seems like it's much beyond that f- frequency wave, uh, you know, tighter than maybe other tag teams would, you know? No, totally. Totally. It's, uh, yeah, no, the Usos, number one team in WWE. Yep. Hands down, and every match they're in is just fire. But Street Profits are pretty sweet, too. So that's right. Oh, yeah, I, definitely. I was torn. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, they still... I don't know. Are they trying to tease Montez going solo or, like... I get that vibe sometimes. Okay. But I hope not. Okay. Uh, both for... for Really, for both their sakes. Like, for Angelo Dawkins' sake, because, like, if Montez Ford goes solo, Angelo Dawkins doesn't have a job anymore. Okay. You think so? You think That's he just my the... opinion. Okay. As we mentioned last show, the, the Janetti curse yeah yeah and uh you know and it's one of those things Dawkins is really good but Montez Ford just like shines with like so much charisma and personality and athleticism right all the things right yeah yeah but um I mean since we said the Usos are the number one tag team in the, the federation who do you think is number two I might Would have it to be Street Profits? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Over New Day? Right now, yes. I'm going to go Street okay. Profits over New Day. Okay. All right. And, uh, you know, that could change, you know, uh, but uh, right now I'm going to go Street Profits over New Day. Yeah. Okay. Um, trying to think was uh, any other uh, highlights of that particular match. Uh, yeah, can't really think of any. Um, what followed next? Uh, so then next up after that, um, Liv Morgan versus Ronda Rousey. 
Ah, yes. Which interesting uh, finish. Yes. I never seen I never seen that before with uh submit and you got pinned at the same time. That that was interesting. But it was good. It was it was a good booking as far as both people remaining strong. I guess so. You know, that's that's one way to look at it. Well, I, I mean, well, Liv did tap out, but then again, like nobody sees. So I get. Well, I guess for Ronda's sake, she actually was the one that looked stronger because she didn't actually like lose per se. Like she lost, but she technically yeah, right, but like right, but Liz lost before. Exactly, like she actually did give up. So I feel you. I feel you. But uh, I mean. Uh, Ronda's matches are, you know, pretty much the same. I feel for the most part, you know, a Brazilian type of submission attempts, uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, judo throws, um, but solid match. You know what I'm saying? Could be a potential bathroom break match. Yeah, as well as Ronda, um, I feel like it, it's it all depends who she works with. And right. Liv Morgan, I don't think was the right opponent for her on this no. evening to like, you know, have a big big match feel. But I was gonna say, like, her and Shannon Bla- Shannon Blaze would be a great program. Yeah, what? Like, I don't know why they like avoiding that. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they know what to do with Shayna Baszler, but that might change now that Triple H is in power, right? Because I, I think Vince was probably like, "Oh, Shayna Baszler, ah, oh, I can't, can't, can't imagine getting with her." Yeah, but that's like her. They're a the same size almost. Uh, you know, have that MMA background, like, yeah. Uh, so it's sad that it hasn't happened, right? Especially, you know, they've been a uh, federation for so long. No, for sure. And uh, it'll be, yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to see um, what what sort of changes Triple H makes going forward. Um, will Shayna Baszler get a better push? Because she had a great push at NXT. Yes. That she did. Um, well, where's uh, Charlotte? She can have a decent program again with Ronda. Yeah, Charlotte can have a decent program. She's been on uh, her honeymoon. So she's been on oh, right. for a little bit. Right, right, right. Okay. All right. What match was uh, after that? Those two. Up next was our main event. Oh, wait, before you do that, they, they had that weird um, segment with um, Drew McIntyre. Uh, I'm trying to even remember what that was. He came out to the, the crowds, you know, basically with one, pumping the next pay-per-view for that uh, oh, British match. to Castle. Yeah. That's right. But, uh, yeah, after that uh, was the Main evento, uh, Tribal Chief against Brock Lesnar. Yes, the Tribal Chief versus the Beast. And what did you think of it? I, I loved it. Absolutely loved it. It, uh, it was an interesting finish. It was definitely an interesting finish. Um, the finish kind of has been done before. Uh, that they did something similar like that with Big Show one time. Okay. I think it was Big Show and Cena, maybe. I'm not positive, but it was definitely Big Show that got buried under all the stuff. Okay. But Brock bringing the uh, tractor 
Yeah. That 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 was pretty wild. Everybody needs their vehicle. Right? Um, but I've never seen anything like that before where uh, they, you know, picked up the ring and like dumped it out. Were you a fan of uh, it being the last man standing match? Yeah, I thought, uh, you know, assuming that's it now, because I'm like, we've seen these two so many times. Right. So assuming that's it, I'm like, cool, that's a good way to end it. Yeah. And I was going to say, uh, is, is Reigns the only one that beat Brock several times? Probably. Okay. It looked like it was almost like that Brock did the job similar to what The Rock did several, like 20 years ago at SummerSlam. Yeah, you know, right. The Rock was pretty much done. He uh, put him over in 20, 2002, I believe. That was 2002. I was uh, there, actually. Where was that one? That was at Nassau Coliseum in New York. Okay. Um, but yeah, uh, Brock did business. Um, but uh, before the big finish at the end, what do you think of the, the the majority of the match? Like uh, they both look were, were the both of them looking strong? Yeah, they were both looking strong. I mean, Brock Brock looking particularly strong as Brock tends to do, right? Um, but not that they both look strong. They both brought it hard hitting. It was uh, right. you know to, to quote my main man Big E, it was two big beefy boys slapping man meat, and that's what you want to see. Right, right, right. And then obviously the, the finish was uh, Brock and buried on the rubble of the announce table and other items around the yeah, ring. Yes, whatever they could find. Exactly. Looking like the Wicked Rich, uh, Witch of the East uh, <laughs> at the end. You see two legs. Right. Um, but we did get an appearance from the Usos, which uh, also helped out. In, in regards to Roman getting a W as well as uh, Austin Theory trying to cash in the Money in the Bank suitcase. Yes, and uh, I think that I think it's a good thing that <coughs> Alright, there we go. Um, nope. Alright, there we go. But yeah, I think it's a good thing that Theory uh, did not get the chance to cash in his suitcase. Right. Because uh, I, I feel like if he cashes in and loses, like, I think that's the wrong choice. Like, because na- now he's he's got that stigma. Right. But if he cashes in and wins, he's not ready to be champ yet. And you don't want to take it off Roman right now. The uh, The island of relevancy is a very real thing. Yeah, because he's uh, how many days champion? Over six hundred, or almost yeah, seven hundred? Close to seven hundred now. Yeah, they yeah. Uh, they kept changing the numbers back and forth. Oh, uh-huh. but uh, he's close to seven hundred. Okay. I think by SmackDown he'll be at seven hundred. I think that might be the deal if I understood it right. You think they'll try to uh, please the, the UK fans uh, when he faces Drew uh, and and you know the Drew. Uh, take it, take the belt off his hands, or you think they will wait longer to his supposedly program with the Rock and you know, that's, you know, have him go as a champ? That's a great question. Um, because I'm like, the roof would blow off if Drew McIntyre wins it, in right? The UK. Um, right? So, I mean, that whew, that'd be hard to, to resist, 
but I, I think your money long term is keeping the belt on Roman and have them have the belt through the rock coming and like you know if they do do that match have it be for the belt and make you somehow try to make you think the rock might win the belt don't have it happen right um, and then uh and then he'd be at nine if he held it then he'd be like 900 days yeah like you know it, it would be the the top reign of the modern era and yeah nobody's gonna beat bruno's no, no, I was actually explaining that. I'm like, you know, you're never going to touch Bruno, and you're probably not going to touch Hogan in his four-year reign. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what what not, year, what, what was, for Hogan's four-year reign, what years were they? Um, what was Hogan's four-year reign? Now I got to think about that. He had it during WrestleMania 1, 2... And three, and he won it before WrestleMania one. So his four year reign was like from before WrestleMania one, uh, pretty much up until right before WrestleMania four. Oh wow! Okay, all right, uh, all right, cool. Um, so yeah, uh, I thought this year SummerSlam, I, I, I give it a six point five out of ten. Wow, that's some peaks is and that, valleys. Is that technically a, like a not a failing, but that would be a D. Not really. No. Is bet is better than half? Definitely better than an F. But I'm like a D. That's a that's a low grade. Not nah, uh, six out of six point five out of ten. Yeah. Nah. Like at my customer service gig, I think if I if I got a six out of ten, like I'm getting spoken to. <laughs> Well, as I say, like I said, we mentioned that some of the matches were bathroom breaks, so that takes it away from being a ten out of ten right there. <laughs> That's fair. And then also had a, you know, even though the celeb matches were pretty good, you know, uh, Logan Paul was actually probably one of the highlight matches. We also had the Pat McAfee match with uh, the Corbin. So basically, what you know, it was the main event I dug. Like I said, the Logan Paul Miz match was cool. Uh, Usos and the Street Profits and. Yeah, everything else was so you know so you know was mid. Okay, okay, I got you. I can't argue too much against that. I liked Bianca and Becky. Um, Street Profits, Usos, main event, like those were strong for me. Okay. Um, the rest of it, yeah, I feel you. I'm like, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a seven. Point two out of ten. Okay. okay, respectable. Yeah, strong C. That's a strong C. Uh, <laughs> right. I mean, we sometimes, I guess, to the something we expect it to be, you know, like second behind WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? Right. But like you said, it's a new regime. Probably there were a lot of changes at last minute, like they usually do. Um, this time it's not probably Vince running into like that doesn't work for me but uh, we'll see you know going forward you know how the new regime handles things going forward so this is actually I'll give them a 7 just for benefit of the doubt since this wasn't a Vince produced uh, (laughs) pay-per-view you know they'll get a little extra credit and you know we'll see what happens going forward if they can you know improve upon or if it stays stagnant because don't forget even though Vince is gone they still have the same Hollywood writers 
the same, you know, agents, like the same, you know what I'm saying? It's not like everything else is like done like a total restart, you know what I mean? That's true. That's true. So, but, uh, all right. So, how I didn't see Rick Flair's farewell pay per view, but you did. So, break it down. How was it? Yeah. Um, so, this is, this is going to sound like uh, a negative, but I don't mean it to sound like a negative. This is just my like take on it. Okay. It, it felt surprisingly indie to me. Okay. The show overall. Okay. And, uh, um, yeah, they, they were, I think they were at the fairgrounds. They, they had a big crowd there for, you know, what was there, uh, yep. packed house and everything. Uh, they had the big jumbotron. Uh, so that was cool. Like they had the baby face and heel entrances, like, so a lot of, a lot of good stuff there. Um, but it did just feel kind of indie to me and I don't know why that surprised me. Um, <laughs> But with that being said, it was a cool card, an interesting mix of talent uh, on the show. Okay. Um, and even a more interesting mix of talent in the crowd. Okay. Um, highlights, because uh, I'm not going to break down everything. Uh, right. There were a lot of names that I don't don't even know who they were. Okay. Uh, a lot of second generation, third generation athletes on this show. Uh, okay. The princess was joking. That's the criteria to get booked. Yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, the highlights, though, for sure, the um, Dem Boys, the Briscoe Brothers, uh, they were they were in tag team action against the Von Erics. Okay. Uh, my first time seeing the Von Erics. Yep. And uh, who apparently are sheep farmers um, in Hawaii. Okay. And uh, so I could only imagine what, what it was like in the back with them talking their match over with the Briscoes who are chicken farmers in Delaware. I know, right? <laughs> so, uh, I don't know if they were giving farm tips and things backstage or, or what have you. <laughs> right. But, uh, but yeah, no, it was a solid match. The Briscoes definitely pulled the Von Erics through it, but it was cool seeing the Von Erics. Solid match, you know, nothing amazing, but very solid. Uh, Briscoes are always great to see in action. Okay. Uh, Match of the night for me was a four-way match with uh, Ray Phoenix, Black Taurus, um, Bandito, and uh, uh, Laredo Kid. Okay. So, yeah, that, that for me was the match of the night. Um, just crazy lucha action, but like done properly. Not, not a lot of botches. No. Good. Um, Good. I, I won't say no botches. Good. Okay. But, uh, but yes. Um, what else was there? So there was that. Oh, there was a uh, match for the Impact Women's Championship. Okay. Uh, Jordan Grace, the champion, defending okay. against Deanna Perrazzo and um, Rachel Ellering, who is uh, Precious Paul Ellering's daughter. Oh, okay. How's she? Um, she was all right. She unfortunately she got hurt early in the match. Uh, uh, rolled backwards on her ankle. Oof. Kept wrestling though. Yeah, but it's probably been nice and swollen the, the, the day after. 
Oh, I can imagine. Um, but but yeah, it impacted her for sure. You can see it all match. Like she had a really tough time moving around. Um, so I don't want to take anything away from her because with right. with that, like she was really good, all things considered. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, so yeah, uh, also on the match, uh, or on the show, was Killer Cross taking on Davey Boy Smith Jr. Ooh, all right. Yeah, your boy. My, my boy. And, uh, it was an okay match. Uh, uh I expected more from standout it. moments? Yeah, okay. no standout moments. Um, I expected more from it. Uh, I don't know why, it just kind of fell flat for me. Okay. Um, they did a uh, suplex trade off at one point that, uh, like, both my uh, actually, well, I'm not going to speak for the crowd there. I don't know, but I feel like I, when I watched it, I was like, okay, like, I, I get what you guys are going for, but I'm just not feeling it. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, like, but uh, Killer Cross got the victory. So, kudos on him. And I'm curious. <laughs> Because uh, in NXT, he he went undefeated and was a monster. Mm-hmm. I'm curious now that Triple H is uh, in charge and Killer Cross is not signed with anybody. Uh, does he end up back there? Yeah, we shall see. So, yeah, Only time will tell. Time will tell. Um, and then the uh, the main event. The meat and potatoes. The meat and potatoes. Oh, and I watched the uh, video you sent me, the um, last dance. Not the last dance, yeah. but... Uh, <laughs> the, uh, yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the promo. Yes. Um, to lead, but, help lead you into it. Yes, yes. And uh, that was pretty crazy um, and weird. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, it was also, like, like, I'm, like, number one, Jay Lethal, like, being like, oh, like, I feel like there wasn't a lot of time left before the show. He's like, "Can I can I get a spot on the show?" <laughs> yeah, right. Like that that would that would be so unprofessional and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> uh, uh, and then I love Flair being like, "Oh, like you're not a main event guy. Like you're not." <laughs> I'm like, "Wait, this is the guy that's trading you. What do you mean? <laughs> he's, not, he's not on that level." <laughs> like, uh, he was always champion, so he is on that on that level to right? a degree, right? Uh, so, so that was funny to me, and then the press conference was funny to me. Uh, Ric Flair's like just insulting Jeff Jarrett for no reason, like, "Oh, here's some tickets, buddy." <laughs> like, you know, they go back. No doubt, no doubt. It was, I think it was even more random just to have Andrade there. Like, what's his stake in this? What who? Andrade. Oh, well, he's Ric Flair's son-in-law. Yeah, but, I mean, like, did they ever, like, has that ever been mentioned in in other, like, in AEW and all that type of stuff? No. Yeah, see? So, sort of, like, off the cuff. But, I mean, I feel like this is a separate world. Yeah, okay, I got you, I got you. And, uh, so in this world, it's known that... If you're not on the internet, you wouldn't know. Yeah, if you're not on the internet, you wouldn't know, but if you're not on the internet, you probably wouldn't know about this show. Yeah, that's true, because it wasn't really heavily uh, promoted. No, you know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, no, so I, I thought it was funny, the, the press conference, and he's just randomly insulting Jeff Jarrett. He's like, oh, you were never a horseman. 
I'm like, wait, what? Where'd that come from? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that lethal confronts him outside, like, it's like, oh, I flew myself here, like, I'm like, wow, like, and then Flair, like, gives him the bus off, like, oh, like, you know, I don't talk to jobbers like you or something. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, like, that's really, like, wow, why would you say that? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> and, uh, and then lethal, like, beating him up, and, um, David Crockett like just standing there like <laughs> that, that it was really weird. entertained you huh <laughs> it did it really did for all the wrong reasons <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's so many things about it um, <laughs> and then Jeff Jarrett coming over like <laughs> trying to help Flair <laughs> and Flair's like oh get off me you loser <laughs> I'm like oh, what jeez <laughs> you were definitely entertained by it I, I was, and then like it went zero to a hundred. Like Jared's there to help Flair. Flair says to get off him, and now Jared's had enough. He's grabbing Karen's shoe and like spiking Flair in the head with it. Karen's <laughs> holding Flair up, like get like I'm like this is all so weird. They're, they're blocking <laughs> off David Crockett. Like oh, don't do anything. <laughs> ah, good stuff. Yes. Um, so that led us to to the match. <laughs> and uh, the match was bloody mess. Okay, typical flair fashion. <laughs> typical flair fashion, but flair yep. looked good in there. Really? Uh, he, he wore a um, he wore like a sweater vest kind of thing, like a no sleeves. Okay. Um, sweater vest kind of deal. So you know, you didn't see. You know, he, he was covered up. Um, okay. But he wore that with trunks and. Uh, you know, for for however old he is, you know, he looked looked good out there. Did he have a major, uh, decent amount of ring time in there? Uh yeah, yeah, he definitely did. You know, definitely more selling than uh, offense. Okay, but just the same. Okay, and, all right. But yeah, How no. Jared, uh, what's that? How was Jared? Jared, I was surprised at how good shape he was. Okay. Like, Jarrett looked good. I was like, wow, okay. All right. Well, I mean, he's been wrestling in the Indies for a minute, though, too. I guess, yeah. I don't. I, it's funny. I don't think about that. Yeah. What was it, GWF? Yeah, that was a while ago, though. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and you know he's with WWE now, right? Well, I mean, he, yeah, well, the whole guest referee thing. No, he's... Um, he is the what is his title? He's like the executive coordinator of events. I think is his title. Oh, okay, good fam. Yeah. But um, and like obviously, it sounded like it was the story re- revolved around Flair, Lito, and Jared. But they like a dry. They have like any impact in this whole thing, or not so much? I mean, he looked good in the match. Uh, you know, doing his Andrade thing. Uh, right. And then the, the biggest thing, really, uh, to me, was who was in the crowd. Okay. Uh, Mick Foley was oh, there. Nice. Even though I, they always had heat, so I'm so surprised that he showed yes. up. I don't, that's what, that was my thought, too. I'm like, oh, that's nice, though, because I assume that means they made up and things are good. Yeah, ready to hatch it. Yeah. So, um, uh, who else was there? Uh, Kid Rock was there. Well, he was also at uh, SummerSlam too. Where he had that, he kissed 
well, I don't know if that is if it was his woman or they were slopping spit. Uh, I assume that was his woman, like, because that was very, like, graphic. Yeah, it was a little uncomfortable to watch. Yeah. But I think she wasn't there for Flair's thing, was she? She was not. He was there with, like, oh. some model-looking girl. Oh, so I don't, I don't know. So strange, though. Yes, yes. And, uh... So Kid Rock, McFoley, who yeah, else? Kid Rock, McFoley. Um, I'm saving the the big name because I'm like I know there were some others there before I get to the big one. Okay. Uh, who else was in the crowd? Oh, Jerry Jarrett was there. Um, of course, Conrad Thompson was there. Um, Charlotte Flair was there, but not seen on camera. Okay. Um, well, I'm just gonna get to the big name that was there because I can't think of the, any of the others. Uh, oh, uh, another match that was on the show uh, was R- Ricky Morton and his son. Okay, taking on Brock Anderson and Brian Pillman Jr. Good match. It was okay. It was okay. Oh. It was uh, good old-fashioned Southern-style tag team wrestling. Okay. But what I will say, Pillman uh, played a little bit of a heel, kind of like an aggressive babyface. Okay. And he had on like the uh, his dad's four horseman tights. I don't know if they were actually his dad's, but it was like that look, you know. The same uh, design. Yeah, the same design. Okay. And I was like, "Ooh, I like this." I'm like, okay. I, "I hope he uh, he brings this, like both the look and the attitude." Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see, but uh, but yeah. Um, back to the main event but uh so the big the big name that that was there on camera the undertaker nice yes um so so that was pretty cool yeah Uh, oh jeff jarrett had an epic entrance really yes um like it was it was funny jay lethal came out first um and then like the lights go out and it was like uh, you know Jeff Jarrett's theme song where it's got that like wow yep. yep. so it was like that and then silence and then that sound and then silence like just like <laughs> and, okay. uh, it like went a on for like a minute and, and like you know then all of a sudden like the song kicked in like it's my world okay alright good 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 and uh, Karen came out rocking like some in the mountain. evening gown what's that the king of the mountain. King of the mountain. Indeed. Indeed. But uh, but yeah, so no, good stuff all around. Decent flair. Flair was good for the most part. No no botches. No botches that I remember. Okay. So so yeah, no, nah, it was a good solid match all around, I would say. Okay. Cool. Well, I guess was was it an appropriate farewell match for him to no longer see him in the ring? I, I think it was. I think it was. I think uh, you know he in the press conference he said you know as he was in '89, but he'll try to be as good as he was in '99, and uh, he, he he was he was pretty close to that, all, all things considered. Okay. And uh, so so yeah, I think there was a proper. Farewell, I think, you know, the, the people. Here's what's tough. Yeah. The, the match with Shawn Michaels, 
you, you can't beat that. Like it's in a huge stadium, uh, you know, just all, all of the things that go with it. So this okay. this was a much smaller setting uh, and everything else. But I'm like, I don't know, maybe that's appropriate for Flair because that's how he started. Right. Yeah. He, he goes out like he started, bleeding with, with Tony Schiavone on commentary. There you go. Oh, yeah, I'm surprised they didn't try to get Jim Ross. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if uh, Ross wasn't maybe up for it or. Yeah, because AEW wasn't uh, doing anything. So, yeah. yeah. So Actually, as I think about it, though, uh, I'm like, no, they, 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 because it wasn't a WCW show. It was Jim Crockett Promotions. Oh, and, yes. And so, so, yeah. So that's why it was Shivani on commentary. Uh, yeah, but what, David, and David was Crockett in, uh, some commentary. Yeah, but didn't Ross work for Crockett Promotion? I don't know that he did. Like him and like right after was it Gordon Scully or Soli? Gordon Soli, I think, was yeah. NWA. Oh, okay. I'm not, All right. I'm not positive on that, but I feel like yeah. Or if Ross did work Crockett, maybe it was later. Okay. I, I'm not too sure, but but regardless, it, it, was, it was Shivani on commentary. <laughs> And uh, they, they had some rotating others. Okay. So all in all, will you give that pay-per-view of farewell, farewell show? Ooh. If I'm giving SummerSlam a 7.2. Yep. Well, I, I guess I have to scale them differently, though, because they're not the same thing. Right, yeah. One is a big-time pay-per-view. The other one, like you said, it was more of an yeah. compilation thing. So if I'm scaling them differently, I, I'm going to give this like a 6.9. Okay. Okay. It, it was pretty much right up there with SummerSlam in that the sense that like the main event really carried. The, the four-way match was, was fire. Everything else was like there. Okay. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Well, uh, all the best to Rick Flair and his future endeavors whatever he's going to you know, do. Yeah, I hope he ends up being some kind of like wrestling ambassador or something, you know, or I know he's got his line of uh, weed that, that's coming out, Ric Flair Drip, I believe it's called. Okay. Um, so so he's got that, and I heard Kevin Nash also has got weed coming out soon as well. Okay. And that one, oh, I was told what it was called, but now I don't remember. It's not Diesel. Um, cause I thought that would have been a good name for it, but that's <laughs> something. Okay. All right. Well, hopefully the, you know, Flair will be able to make some capital gains off of it. Indeed. Indeed. I, I think he, uh, yeah, I think he's going to be okay. Um, I, I think for the first time in his life, he's got people around him that are, uh, helping him take care of himself and his finances and uh, he's got good financial opportunities coming in so yeah, so yeah you, that, that's what you want to see that's what you want to hear yeah alright cool well uh, that was a, a recap of SummerSlam and what was like Flair's like was it a title for like one more dance or the last the dance la- the last was- match yeah, oh okay the last match and that was it and that was it Okay. That was all she wrote. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. So uh, it was a 
pay-per-view filled weekend um do you have any shows on the horizon since we are now in the month of august yeah man um this coming saturday 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 in uh gloucester massachusetts um osiris will be teaming up with uh foxy calvin campbell and ike the bite to uh, take on Slick Wagner Brown, Bo Douglas, and Setherin. Oof. Triple threat. Six-man tag. Oh, yes. Uh, Six-man tag. <laughs> <laughs> all good, all good, baby, baby. Uh, I was going to say, um, just a, uh, when was the last time we saw Slick? Um, I think before the pandemic. Well, uh, in a match, or you saw him wrestle? Um, last time I saw him, I think might have been me against him in a match. Huh, never knew y'all faced each other. Yeah, uh, right before the pandemic. Uh, <laughs> we, we had a singles match for uh, VCW, which is uh, Bo Douglas and Jason Rumble's company. Okay, all right, cool, good match. Uh, yeah, it was pretty solid. Nice, 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 nice. Well, hopefully y'all can, uh, you know, uh, have that similar feel uh, this uh, Saturday. Definitely, definitely. I think it'll be a good time. It'll be a six-man, so that'll be good. And, uh, yeah, I think it'll be uh, nothing but, but good times, good vibes, good people. Cool, cool. Uh, you have a water jug uh, for this evening or no? Yes, I do. What is tonight's message? Tonight's message is get it done. Get it done. It's that, that simple, that easy. I, uh, you know, sometimes you gotta, you gotta remind yourself, like, oh, you got all these things to do. Like, don't get overwhelmed. Just, just get it done. There you go. You know? I like it. Uh, oh, yeah. I like it. Well, uh, all right. Well, on that note, uh, you want to take us out like you, like we always do about this time? <laughs> yeah. Uh, somebody get some bubble gum up in here or something, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yes, uh, as we always do about this time, we appreciate y'all for being here. You can be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here, you're listening to us, and we do. We sincerely appreciate that. Uh, we're going to take it out. Hope you all have a great week, great day, great month, great year. Two, three.